Hello, this is Dr. Anahit Jewett, and today we'll be mapping NK-cells on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on how to use the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. This episode is part of our COVID-19 special edition series. I'm hoping that these 15 minutes or so, as the case may be again today, fuel your personal and professional health well-being, and even messaging to your own communities. This episode goes into the amazing function of one of our major immune cells, a cell that needs to be supercharged right now. If you're a full body systems student or graduate clinician, pull out your materials from the immune intensive to look at some images and refresh your context because today on the 15 Minute Matrix, I'll be talking with Dr. Anahid Jewett about NK cells, and we'll be sure to discuss their role in viral immunity. Dr. Jewett is professor and director of Tumor Immunology Laboratory. She is well-known nationally and internationally for her contribution to the field of NK biology, tumor immunology, and cancer immunotherapy. Dr. Jewett's major contributions to science and NK cell biology were the identification, characterization, and the establishment of the concept of split energy and NK cells, establishment of the role of NK cells in elimination, selection, and differentiation of cancer stem cells, as well as healthy stem cells, and methods to generate large numbers of supercharged NK cells, which are in use in clinical trials of cancer patients. She has also developed a formulation with probiotic bacteria to prevent and treat cancer patients in combination with supercharged NK cells. Dr. Jewett, thank you so much for joining us on the 15-Minute Matrix. Thank you for having me. This is a great opportunity to talk about a very important cell type, so I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm super excited to speak with you about supercharged natural killer cells, but let's first start by putting these cells in context, maybe identifying them a bit, because they're super interesting, right? When we think about their origination and their action. Yes, definitely. So it's interesting because trying to give a course that I teach, let's say in two, three quarters in a matter of, uh, <laughs> you know, two, three minutes. Uh, it's true. But, uh, but these cells are, are very, very important cells because they have two very important functions. Um, I'll introduce the cells, but I want to introduce their functions because it's more relevant than any so one of the function is that, which is very relevant to what we are going through right now with COVID-19, is that their job is to remove infected cells, virally infected cells, bacterially infected cells, uh, fungally infected cells. So 
these cells are frontline soldiers. And so um, if they work properly, then definitely we get rid of the infection. But if they don't work properly, unfortunately, what we see that we end up in ICUs and having to need ventilators and additional medications. And interestingly, you know, I wanted to tell you a little bit about the COVID-19 since I'm writing a commentary on it. You know, the initial reports that came out of China, they indicated that the most important cell that gets targeted by COVID-19 are the NK cells. Mm. And the way they target them is that they eliminate them. You know, so if you look at patients' uh, peripheral blood or if you look at the lungs of the patients, these cells are either gone completely or their function is practically dismal. And so more and more I'm thinking in terms of these cells have to be strengthened in the patients and cells are the ones that will eventually decrease the pathologies that we are seeing. And so as I'm talking, there are a couple of clinical trials that are happening now, one specifically in China and a couple here in the U.S., that they are trying to use NK cells for mm. COVID-19 patients. But one of the major functions of these cells are to target virally infected cells. The second one is to eliminate cancer cells, malignant mm-hmm. cells. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how important these cells are. As I said, that these are our frontline soldiers. Right. Our T cells require an extended period of time before they can even understand and recognize the cancer cells. But our NK cells are right away. More importantly, they are actually targeting the cells that are the most aggressive cells, meaning that cancer stem cells, for example. You know, these are cells that seed the cancer. So if our NK cells are disabled, unfortunately, we cannot fight infections and we cannot find cancer. These two important functions of NK cells are just indispensable for our survival. We have about 15% of our lymphocytes. So it's not what are lymphocytes. Right. So we have different kinds of uh, white blood cells. Mm-hmm. You know, we have neutrophils. Of course, neutrophils are the uh, cells that eliminate bacterially infected cells Mm -hmm. and somehow virally infected cells as well. And so we have almost 60 to 70 percent of our white blood cells are neutrophils. However, the other, the rest of it, the 30 percent of it, it, we call it mononuclear cells. And within the mononuclear cells, we have monocytes and we also have lymphocytes. Right. So RNK cells belong to lymphocytes. If we take the total population of lymphocytes and look at the proportion of the NK cells, we have about anywhere from, depending on, of course, the patient and healthy individuals, 5 to 15 percent on average are NK cells. Although I've seen in healthy individuals percentages of upwards of 50 percent. Once the numbers go up, I start worrying about other problems such as having maybe hematological malignancies. Mm. But we do have about anywhere from 5 to 15 percent. And so these cells are very, very important because they are the first ones to come and say, oh, wow, this this cell is transformed and I need to get rid of it because if they don't get rid of those cells, then unfortunately they will remain and they'll grow very fast and overwhelm our our immune system. So the T cells cannot actually handle it on their own. And the NK cells are going to get there before, right? Because they, even though they come from the lymphocytes, they act as part of our innate immunity. That's correct. Yeah. I was actually going to get to the, the distinction between 
innate and adaptive immune system. So RNK cells belong to, although there's more complications right now because um, we, we believe that NK cells belong not only to the innate immunity as well as they have some features of adaptive immunity. Mm, so we, 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 start, yeah, we start thinking that perhaps they are kind of crossed between the two. In terms of innate immunity, because they act very fast, and usually our innate immune cells are fast-acting cell populations. And of course, NK cells can be firing in a matter of seconds, you know, if they see a cancer cell. And they can actually lice or kill that cancer within span of, I would, you know, I've seen even in 20 minutes that NK cells are starting to lyse a tumor cell. On the other hand, our adaptive immunity that requires quite a bit of time. Uh, and for example, for our T cells to recognize tumors, it's going to take at least about five days mm -hmm. for them to recognize the antigen, become activated to it, and then lyse it. In another important factor about RNK cells, and this is one of my new publications that I'm working on, is the fact that NK cells are very important in expansion of killer T cells. Hmm. If we don't have NK cells, unfortunately, we're not going to have expansion of killer CD8 positive T cells. And so you can see the complexity by which our NK cells are, are working. So not only our NK cells are important in killing the virally infected cells and also the transformed cells, you know, cancerous cells, but they also regulate the function of other cells. Without having the function of NK cells, unfortunately, not only we're going to be predisposed to having infections and, and cancers, but also there's going to be an anarchy in our immune cells because they don't have the general standing there and, and right. leading, you know, in terms of who needs to do what. And so we know that NK cells, for example, are very important, that, you know, as I mentioned, expansion of CD8s, but they are also important in eliminating monocyte macrophages, they are important eliminating some of the antigen-presenting cells because you don't want to have too many of these cells around because you need to curtail the function of the immune cells. Otherwise, if we end up having uncontrolled immune activation, then that's what we are going to see with the patients that we have now with uh, COVID-19 because they start overproducing cytokines that eventually will end up killing them. That's such an interesting point, Dr. Jewett, relating back to COVID-19. I know we're seeing more and more cases where we're a little stunned to begin with that this particular person may have uh, contracted the disease because they otherwise seem healthy. And I'm wondering if your perception is that there may be underlying immune imbalances, particularly related to the NK cells that were there, that were undetected, that predispose a person to having a heart time fighting the disease? Um, I will tell you that I would not be surprised if that was the case, mm -hmm. because as I study uh, the population in terms of the uh, function of NK cells, I do see healthy individuals with very good lab tests that they do have problems with their NK cells. You know, I've seen individuals where I could not even detect NK cells, but yet, you know, we consider them as healthy. But unfortunately, what happens to those individuals that now they become predisposed to having infections and, and, and having cancers, you know, at an earlier age. Eventually, I would love to have a study done where now I would actually survey the population that have gotten this disease and, um, and see what happens before and after, you know. Yeah. 
we can do animal models and, and try to mimic that too. But I believe that part of the reason that these individuals do well for several days six, seven, eight days and suddenly succumb to the disease. And I believe that that's the critical point where now they are targeting the NK cells and killing off the NK cells. Mm -hmm. And now you don't have cells to basically provide that protection. More importantly, you know, we're talking about antibodies. Right. Uh, right now. And we're saying, well, you know, people who have antibodies, who have generated antibodies are, are better off because they are fighting the disease. Well, I can tell you one of the important functions of the NK cells is to kill infected cells and cancer cells through antibody. And that's called ADCC, antibody-dependent cellular cytotoxicity. And this is one of the most important functions of the NK cells. So if, if either you don't have functional NK cells or you don't produce antibodies, unfortunately, the patient is going to be in a bad shape. Right. And, and so these are things that we really need to closely study because if we don't, and, and yet we go ahead and say, okay, we're going to generate a vaccine that hopefully is going to be you know, effective in, in uh, protecting the population. But unfortunately, if that vaccine itself behaves like the virus and right. ends up Correct. killing off your immune cells, then we are going to actually harm rather mm. than well. Such a good so point. Are, you know, these are things that actually we're not even thinking about. And this is where I start worrying that we are putting a lot of effort in doing things without really understanding how we have to approach, you yeah. know, the and this is what I love about a truly functional approach, because the associations really come from understanding the function of the biochemistry and the biology. And that actually leads us like that is our evidence to start to work off of. When you talk about the NK cells and the process of how they kill, can you just illuminate that a little bit? Like, what is that actual action that they have with the cells that we don't want in our bodies. Okay. So without being too scientific, I will just very briefly mention how they function. So NK cells have very specific receptors, you know, by which, and what are receptors? So these are proteins basically on the surface of the cells that recognize the environment. These receptors can bind to their respective ligands, and ligands are expressed on the surface of infected cells, they are expressed on the surface of even normal healthy cells versus transformed and cancerous cells. So by binding to the ligands, it's almost like a lock and key. You know, they form this very strong bond, and that sends signal to NK cells to become activated. This activation will lead to production of granules. Now, granules can be preformed in the NK cells and it can be de novo made. In both cases, it's very important because preformed ones will just bind to the cancerous cells and right away kill them. Whereas the de novo made uh, granules will basically just form more in order to attack and kill more cancer cells. So these granules are toxic granules. When our NK cells bind to the cells that are infected or cancerous, then they basically fire these granules into the targets. 
And the target starts, granules starts actually causing what we uh, call programmed cell death. So internally, the target starts chopping up the DNA. And by chopping their own DNA, now they are committing suicide. NK cells kill through a couple of mechanisms. One is through the granules that I was mentioning, and there are two different types of granules. One is called porphyrin, and the other one is granzyme. And the dogma says that when perforin gets deployed, then it makes holes on the surface of the target cells, in this case, cancer or, or viral infected cells. And then granzyme can now enter and cause what we call apoptosis or programmed cell death. So interesting, right? I mean, the immune system is fascinating. Yeah. Well, in addition to this, actually, mRNA cells have more mechanisms. Wow. They can kill through death-inducing signals, such as through TNF receptors, Mm -hmm. such as through FAST receptors, such as through like receptors, which are activated through viruses and, and bacteria, and APO2 ligands. So there are many, many different ways that our NK cells and even CD8-positive T cells can actually kill the targets. And these mechanisms, if any one of these mechanisms becomes disabled, we are in, we're in big, big trouble. Yeah, I want to talk about that disabling. Before we do, though, since we are talking to coaches and clinicians, many of whom can do testing, is there a way that you prefer to test are the function and even the presence of ample NK cells? Well, I just patented and licensed to a company 16 to actually 20 different types of tests Hmm. that basically measures not only how your NK cells are working, how many NK cells you have, what receptors they have on the surface, how they interact with the tumor cells, because all of this information is very important to understand how these cells are functioning in cancer patients. What we are doing right now for cancer therapy is just shooting in the dark. Right. Not knowing exactly what we're doing, you know, for to the cancer patient, you know. Yeah. And that's why we're failing left and right in treating terminally ill patients. Hmm. So, Dr. Jewett, if we're talking about these cells and their importance, and we're talking through the lens of diet and lifestyle modification, are there things that impair the production and action of the cells? And more importantly, are there things that we can do that improve the production and function of these cells? Okay, well, do we have four hours? Give us a, you know, like just a general, like what basic things? And then we will definitely lead to your deeper work and your uh, other teachings. But if we're we're thinking about, you know, the, I like to think about things through the what, why, how, now. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about what, why, and how, but Mm -hmm. how do we get to some now? Okay. A lot of different things that we can do that can improve the function of NK cells. One of which stay away from fat Mm. and stay away from sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of them, actually with fat, we've shown, uh, I've published three papers where we've taken animals, mice in this case, when we fed them with high calorie diet and and high fat diet. And we've shown that their NK cells practically after a matter of, I would say less than 20 days, their NK cells became completely dysfunctional. And do you mean all fat or do you mean more processed fats? I know we're in a new fat 
era here. Mm-hmm. So we, we actually, the, the study that we conducted was uh, giving them corn oil. Mm-hmm. So it's probably uh, unsaturated. More processed, fat. yeah. Yeah, of course, it's processed. But the point is that we've actually given them very high levels. What we are saying that if you're going to be consuming fat, just consume it to a certain level. You know, don't go consume 30, 40 percent of your calories from fat, you know, because that's going to backfire. Obesity is one of the major, um, you know, reasons why we lose our NK cells. Mm. And once we lose NK cells, then, of course, it predisposes us to what I call anarchy takes place Mm. in our in our in our cells, they don't know what to do because the general is not there to direct them. Right. And so another thing I can tell you, even stage one cancer, I looked at more than two, three hundred or thousands of patients by now, cancer patients, and even stage one cancer, and even I believe and I've shown at pre-neoplastic stage where cancer is not established yet, we lose function of the NK cells. Mm-hmm. Most cancer patients, all, almost, they do not have functional NK cells. And we believe that that's the reason why we have cancer, because, you know, the NK cells are not there to get rid of the cancer stem cells. So is, are there other agents we can bring be bringing in? Dr. Jewett, I don't know if you know, I lost my husband to a glioblastoma almost 19 years ago now. The whole realm of cancer is really what catapulted my work in the field. Mm -hmm. And I know at the time, I mean, our understanding of glioblastoma has changed drastically in that time, but he did take high doses of melatonin. um, Mm -hmm. And I know that melatonin has an association with the NK cell production. Is that something that you're in favor of? You know, I have not studied the effect of melatonin on NK cells, mm-hmm. but I but I'm I'm studying glioblastoma. Well, thank you for that work that you're doing with the GBMs. Were there any other things that you've studied? just generally that do enhance or inhibit the action of the cells? Sure. One of the major things that uh, I also studied was the effect of probiotics. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, because we know that uh, probiotics can actually activate the NK cells through toll-like receptors. Now, these are, again, another type of receptors that are very important for for activation are NK cells. Through toll-like receptors, they activate NKs. One of the things that we found that was very crucial, we wanted to generate NK cells that were very potent. And we looked through a lot of different strategies. And of course, cytokines such as IL-2 and IL-15 and IL-21, these are all different types of cytokines that can activate the function of NK cells. To me, that wasn't enough because I wasn't generating very large numbers of the NK cells, and I wasn't generating NK cells that were very potent. So then I started thinking, maybe I'm going to try to see if I can expand these cells through probiotics, because probiotics are shown to activate NKs. Gladly, the outcome was the fact that, yes, we were capable of actually increasing the expansion of these cells through probiotics by a matter of 2200 fold. And this was very important, because now, not only we can expand them to a very high levels, we can go from one NK cells to 5 million NK cells, but also we can supercharge them to an extent that they will retain their function and they will be these what we call super killers. From there, I started thinking, well, I believe that 
probiotics are very important. Um, and I believe that, you know, not only me, but there are lots of people who have had a lot of studies done in the field where they've shown that probiotics are effective way of yes. modulating our, our immune system. Yes. Yeah. Um, what we didn't know was how I actually ended up writing about 10 to, I, I would guess, 12 different manuscripts on the mechanisms by which probiotics are helping in K-cells to expand. And there is a lot of different factors that are involved in not only activation of our immune cells, but regulation of that activation. So probiotics, what they are doing is they are activating RNK cells, but they are regulating in such a way that they don't go out of hand, mm -hmm. that they don't go and start killing mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. That so, modulation that we need yeah. in the immune system. Exactly. I've kept you longer than our usual time, Dr. Jewett, because it's such a fascinating and important conversation, especially right now. If you were to add any other, in a list fashion, things we can do to be supporting our immunity and helping our clients and patients right now, particularly in relation to the viral infection and mm -hmm. the NK cells, any other mm -hmm. things like, you know, certainly we don't want to eat processed sugar or fat and everybody mm -hmm. taking their probiotics and eating their probiotics, key mm -hmm. agents mm -hmm. here and knowing that we're supporting ourselves any other things? Yes. Well, the most important thing I would say is stress. Mm -hmm. Stress has significant effect on NK cells. You know, I've done many studies where we've looked at, you know, um, not only animals that were stressed, but also humans under stressful conditions. And we could see that their NK cells, again, have gone dysfunctional and they're not performing well. That's another thing that you need to really be able to control. Right. Unfortunately, with what we have right now with COVID-19, it's very difficult not to be stressed yes. because the fact that you don't know who is walking, you know, six feet from you or seven feet from you and having symptoms or, or, or having the virus. What we call invisible enemy yes. is basically, it is really invisible enemy and you don't know at which point you're going to be infected. So stress is another factor that is very important. In terms of food, you have to be very sensible. You know, I mean, you have to stay away foods that have incredible levels of chemicals added to you know, try to stay away from foods that have been processed significantly and, and, and foods that have been added pesticides and chemicals. And so these are sensible things yes. that everybody has to do. You Beautiful. Know, in order to protect, Beautiful you know. reminder. Dr. Jewett, thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for explaining it to us so clearly. I think everybody's going to be motivated to be thinking about the choices we're making, but how it impacts us at this deep cellular level. It's so important. Thank you. Definitely. My pleasure. The 15-Minute Matrix is brought to you by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The 15-Minute Matrix team includes music by my son, Gilbert Nakayama, and production support from Renee Hunt, Natalie Merrill, and Christine Shook, as well as sound production by Rowan Bradley. You can visit us and hear more episodes at 15minutematrix.com. And if you'd like to be notified each time there's a new podcast episode, please go to 15minutematrix.com forward slash notify. We'll drop into your inbox with a really short reminder that a new episode is ready for you. You also have an open invitation to email us 
please do so. We'd love to hear from you and we want to know who you'd like to hear on the podcast and what you'd like to see mapped on the 15 Minute Matrix. You can email us at ask at 15minutematrix.com.